Hi, welcome to Hope for Today with Hope Church Birmingham. We are a new life-giving community who live by a simple mission. We want people to find hope in Jesus and to bring that hope to a world in need. I'm Adam. I'm the lead pastor. I'm so excited because today we've got a special guest uh, who's going to be leading us in today's episode. This week we have our worship pastor, Pastor Kara Hawiak, who's going to be leading us in doing a deep dive into the topic of worship. She's going to be covering how worship is powerful, how it's contagious, and really how it's important for every follower of Christ to take part in. So I'm excited for you to dive into that. But before we get into that, let me encourage you. I hope you're having a good week this week. But if you enjoy listening to these podcasts, would you do us a favor? Would you feel free liking this, rating this, sharing it on your social media, or maybe even sending it to someone who needs a little encouragement this week? But other than that, I hope you enjoy a little hope for the day. Hey, what's up, Hope Church? I'm so excited to be sharing something that is super special to me with you all. Um, Today I get to talk about probably one of my most favorite things, and that is worship. Um, And so if you're taking notes... No, I'm just kidding. I've just always wanted to say that. (laughs) Um, But in all seriousness, we're just going to talk about two things that I think um, is really important to point out about worship. And that is that one, your worship is powerful. And two, your worship is contagious. So let's go ahead and get right into it. And we're going to start with talking about how worship itself is a powerful weapon. Um, And we're going to be reading from 2 Chronicles 20, uh, verse 20. But before we get into that, we got to know a little bit of backstory. So prior to what we're going to read, Jehoshaphat, who is a leader of this kingdom, finds out that um, some surrounding kingdoms are wanting to attack his. And so... This is where we come in in verse 20, um, and it reads, it says, Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. And I'm going to pause here. That's such a testament, I think, um, to our faith and, and to Jehoshaphat's faith, is he's saying, have faith in verse 20. And then in verse 21, he's acting on that faith by praising the Lord um, because he knows of the, glo- the Lord's glory and of the Lord's holiness. And that's so important for us to hear. It's not just about saying like we have faith, but using that faith to stir our hearts into praising Jesus for the victory, even though we haven't seen it yet. That's powerful. Um, that already sets the stage for how powerful your worship is. Um, So let's keep reading. Uh, Verse 22. 
As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. So these three kingdoms are the kingdoms that were coming against um, Judah and Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat. Verse 23, the Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. So in this passage, you see Jehoshaphat's enemies fighting each other. This shows, well, this shows me that my praise not only is changing and stirring my own faith, but it's changing the very position of those who are against me. Like these armies were no longer fighting Jehoshaphat's army, but they were fighting each other. And so I think when we focus our attention to praise and on praise, the things that are meant to destroy us or hurt us or confuse us, um, you know, fill in the blank, they start to remove themselves from the picture. Like they no longer were focused on the people they were meaning to attack. Um, and that is so powerful in and of itself. Uh, but let's go ahead and keep reading verse 24. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing, and also articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. So let me pause here. I, I absolutely love that. Um, so yeah, we see that that the 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 enemy, the armies, um, they were no longer there. Nothing, no one escaped. Um, but I, I love the part where it says that there was more than they could even take away. Um, and that's just such a beautiful picture. Like when you praise your cup runs over, um, when you worship the Lord supplies everything you need and more, there is more than you can even take away when you worship. And that is so powerful. And in this case, yeah, it was things like equipment and clothing, but, but when we worship, we get an abundance of peace and joy and love and hope, um, and that's powerful. That is so beautiful. I absolutely love that. <clears throat> uh, but let's go ahead and keep reading. Because believe it or not, it actually gets better. Um, let's see. We're on verse 27. Um, then led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem. For the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps and lyres and trumpets. Just more worship. That's so beautiful. Um, verse 29. The fear of God came on all the surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace, for his God had given him rest on every side. Verse 29, where it says, All the surrounding kingdoms. In another version, it says all the surrounding kingdoms began to have respect for God. Um, 
that's one of my favorite parts. I think that's the coolest part uh, because it shows it shows my next point that we're talking about that your worship is contagious. All of the surrounding kingdoms, not just one, not just some, but all of them. Let me encourage you today, even though you may feel like your worship is not enough or you feel like you're just going through the most confusing or difficult season, just know that your worship in those moments not only changes you, not only offers you more than you can take away, but it changes those around you. And that is so powerful. You are so powerful when you worship Jesus. Um, And that's contagious. Your worship is contagious. And so we're going to look at another powerful example of your worship being contagious. And that's in Acts 16. So let me turn there. And in Acts 16, this is where um, Paul and Silas have just been wrongfully imprisoned um, and beaten for preaching God's word. Um, And so we're going to pick up in verse 25. um, And it says, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. Let me just back up a second. It is midnight, and Paul and Silas had just finished being beaten, stripped naked, embarrassed, and it is midnight. Midnight on a normal day, like just working, I'm tired, you know, but I can't imagine midnight on a day where I have been wrongfully imprisoned, stripped naked, embarrassed, beaten. I can't imagine what midnight would look like for me, but for Paul and Silas, it looked like worship because their circumstance did not influence how they worship Jesus. Um, but let's let's keep going. Um, so suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And at once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. <clears throat> the jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Verse 29, so powerful. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? You know what? People are going to start wondering things like that when they see you worshiping through really crazy, difficult circumstances. Um... And that is powerful and that is contagious. But let's go ahead and keep reading. Uh, Verse 31, they replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. Verse 34, he and his whole household. That is evidence of your worship being contagious. Paul and Silas, excuse me, Paul and Silas 
their worship led to one man wanting to change his life which led to his family experiencing life change and who knows how many prisoners lives were changed and how many lives they all went and changed like the result of their contagious worship brought so many people to know and serve god and that is so incredible that we also get to do the same. Like your worship is powerful. Your worship is contagious. And the best part about it all is that you don't have to be super talented or musically inclined to have powerful, contagious worship. You just have to be willing. So I pray that this encourages you today like it encouraged me while I was writing it. And know that your worship is a powerful weapon and it's contagious. I love you all. let me go ahead and say thanks for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and this podcast like I did, and I hope you learned something. Worship matters. Worship is important. And let me encourage you today, find ways for you to dive in and to take part in not just taking part in worship, but making worship a lifestyle. Um, And like I said, you know, this is something that is important for every follower of Christ to take part in. Well, once again, thanks for engaging with us. If you like this podcast, like I said, feel free to like or share it wherever you listen. And maybe you're here today and you say, hey, I want to get connected to Hope Church. Well, you can follow us on our social media accounts at HopeChurchBHM, or you can visit us online at HopeChurchBHM.com slash connect. Maybe you're here today and you say, hey, I'd love to give or support Hope Church. You can do so at HopeChurchBHM.com slash give. Well, we thank you for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next week.